Hello, I'm Ed. And I'm Ken. And, and welcome, welcome to Longbridge. Hello, hello. We're back again. We are back. And with a burning passion to pick up where we left off. I don't even remember the last episode, do you? I was going to say, no. How long was it? Like, April? I think Since April. Since we last released? It was a bit dated. So yeah, it's been a bit over half a year. Just about. Just about. I'd say, yeah. We've, we've been very busy. Well, yeah. No, we've both been very busy. <laughs> it's been a busy year. Hectic, but the point is we're back. So I I was gone. I was planning a wedding. That's why I left, and then holidays and honeymoon and all that. And it, I mean, that's is pretty busy. You don't have much free time after that. So, I mean, you got to pick and choose. But I'm sitting here now with my best man. That is me, Ken, and I'm here with the newlywed Edward. Woo! Woo! And we're here to pick up on uh, what we originally promised, which was, uh, originally we were thinking about going with bossing. Bossing. Um, yeah, bossing. Wanted to touch a bit about the group Iron Man, which, uh, I mean, back then it was all speculation, but a lot has changed. That is implemented. Uh, I'm sad to say we haven't really started that yet, but now that we have the time, we can. We can plan it out. There'll be a Twitch for it. We're going to make a Twitch for it. One day. One of these days we're going to get that all set up, and hopefully we can start showing you the progress and the adventure. You can just hang out with some two tubes, just shooting the shit, drinking beer, and playing RuneScape on hard mode with some buddies. It's going to be good. I mean, we've been waiting for that forever. So now we get to finally get the actual Team Iron Man experience, and... Bossing on that's going to be a whole new level. It's going to be a lot more tough, especially getting the items we need. But once we do, it's an accomplishment. Very much true. Um, Actually, I was talking with my other buddy about bossing, and if we ever wanted to do God Wars Dungeon, there's a lot that goes into it. Like, if we ever wanted to do Zami, we're going to need to get the Arc Light, which is getting easy. Getting it is easy. It's uh, just the work up to it, because we're going to need 75 attack just to even hold, just to even gaze upon its glory. But would that be for non-Iron Men? Uh, that's for Iron Men too, I think. Because, like, you could do almost anything easily with the Grand Exchange. So for an Iron Man, some things are like, you know, it's going to be a bitch just to get to it. Whereas in, you know, regular non-Iron Man, you just go to the Grand Exchange, get it, and boom, you, you can do whatever you want. It's so much easier. It also, like, negates a lot of use for some of that mid-tier equipment that you can't get until late game. True. Like, think about dragon equipment. Some of it we'll be able to get right away, but there's no reason for us to pursue a dragon plate body. Because by the time we can get that, we'll probably already have the Bandos equipment. Yeah, that's true. you got to make the most out of what you could get. And then, like you were saying earlier, too, the Abyssal Whip, that's that's a pretty good mid-tier item. But you can't get it till like, pretty much late game. Uh, well, what do you need, like, 90 Slayer to go up against Abyssal Demons? I know what's up there. Definitely 80-plus, for sure. Yeah. So by the time you can even get it, you're going to have little to no use for it. I think only in select occasions you will want it. For the most part, we'd probably be rocking whatever we could get even to begin with. Who knows what our equipment loadout's going to look like. We'll probably just have some ruined battle axes or... I was going <laughs> to say, like on my ball. old Iron Man, that's what I still have equipped. Just a ruined battle axe. Because that was the best drop I could get. That's right, because ruined skimmies are fairly rare from high-level things. Pretty sure, yeah. Then you can't buy it. No, sir. I think the highest is uh, Mithril in terms of buying a skimmy. Yes, we could get yeah. dragon skimmies if we actually did Monkey Madness, which we still have yet to complete. That's a pain. Fuck I, that. <laughs> I don't think I want to go through with it. 
And even though people are like, oh, it's so easy. Yeah, not really. It's like, maybe to you, you've done it five times on multiple accounts. We're like maybe halfway on our mains. I don't even know if we're halfway through. Shit. Maybe it, like 30 to 40% done. We still got some distance. We still got to meet up with the gnomes and all that. We still have to break into the cellar. Jeez. That's where we left off because I can't remember what happened. I think it broke into the cellar and stopped because it was too much. That was a long day. I remember we were both sitting and just trying our best to get through as much as we could. And I died, got pissed, came back. I was like, all right, fine, I guess I'll take it seriously. Still get annoyed because the spiders, they don't even have to get a one on you. You're just poisoned the minute yeah. they touch you. They're level one spiders. They're always aggroed. Yeah. What the fuck? And then the monkey snipers just won't lay off. And they kill you if you're out there for too long. Protect from range is only so good for so long. It's... Yeah, I'm not touching that for a good while. But we digress. So we'll dive into... Well, what we said was bossing, but we had a talk earlier today, and what we really wanted to cover, I guess, was a uh, just a multitude of med-level... Med-level things to do to keep yourself occupied, like... I guess, high-end mini-games, because Barrows, we discussed, wasn't technically bossing. Yeah, I felt bossing. Usually it's like one big baddie that takes a while, whereas Barrows is, yeah, it's multiple fights, multiple things. So that's more or less a mini-game. But like you said, that's medium-level. It's not really, yeah, one big fight, but several smaller things, and at the end you get a reward. My only argument as to why it would have been bossing is because there's, like, a great deal of combat going in, and you are facing some high-level enemies. Now, they're easy. Don't get me wrong, they're easy. There's a good strategy to go about it, but it doesn't take too much health or too much resources out of you to get it done. Now, would you yeah. consider bossing something to be, like, it takes a fair amount of resources, or... Is it just whatever the game decides to call it? Because, I mean, Dagonoth Kings, I guess, are bosses. It's three, but not one, unlike a regular boss. Like, the most staple, we'll say, is, like, KBD. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because the whole point of bossing is to get their drops, right? So do you get, like, bon bonus rewards or anything? No, but then, but see, then there's the thing. If you say bonus rewards negate it being bossing, what about Wintertot or uh, the new one, Temporos? I I think Wintertot is a mini game. Sure, but it's a boss. Yeah, but there's multiple people, and you're not actively attacking it. There's a mini game mechanic to it. But you technically are attacking it by feeding the flames. It's a gimmick. It's a mini game. I right. think it's a mini-game. Because okay. then you could cheese it at level 3. All you need is the fire-making and a bunch of cake. Well, it's recommended to do that at low HP levels. If you had 10 HP, that's the most optimal. Yeah. Because I think a max hit on you would be 3, and all you need are, like, salmon, really, and that's full salmon health. Salmon or cake. Cake, you maximize inventory and maximize health. Whereas with barrels, I can't just bring a bunch of cake on a level 4 account. Well, shit, man, you could bring a bunch of cake. You don't need, you just need prayer. You don't need yeah. food. So I guess to me, yeah, bossing is, you really only get the loot from the drop, and there's a bit, it's like, you know, you directly attacking the enemy. Okay, then how about uh, the fight caves? Now, that's technically a mini game, but everyone does it to fight Tizagdok, the big baddie who used to hold the strongest title. The big Jad to get the fire cape. Now is he? Isn't that a, a hybrid? Is it a hybrid? Because if that's a hybrid, then would you say barrels is a hybrid? Barrels are relatively easy, whereas the uh, the fight caves that's like a big fight, big achievement. However, people have been able to do it at combat level fourteen. So now the question is: Because they does difficulty it. play a role in what's determining a true boss? Well, they cheesed it, though. I thought they used certain techniques to cheese through it. Which still counts as a boss, because there is a big difficulty curve, and there's a barrier to entry. But it's still a mini-game, because there's points leading up to it. I'll give you that. What's the? Have you done fight caves? 
I've not. I've done it multiple times, and I can never get halfway there. I've even read the strategies, and it goes in one ear and right out the other. And they make it super easy, super simple to follow. And I get to it, I'm like, uh, what? Isn't there a lot of specking back and forth? There is a lot of specking. Um, you typically want to go in with more than just one combat. Ranged is the best, which would be right up your alley. You could probably get it before me. My range is booty 50. <laughs> You're sitting at a nice pretty 75? 70 something. Better than me. Also, uh, this is needing and congratulations. Kenny hit his first 90. He beat me to the 90. Oh, yeah, that happened a while ago. Got bored. I did the easy one that everyone does, fletching. And it only took me several hours to get from 89 to 90. Would you say that's about half of 92 to 99 kind of deal? Uh, probably. I don't even want to start to think of what to do next. If I remember, it wanted me to do like 50, maybe 10,000 or 15,000 maple or, no, not maple, the magic longbows. So it, it just keeps getting higher, higher, higher. Is that with stringing or just fletching them? Both. Oh. So I would usually do the both, so then I could sell them or high elk. Always go for the high elk, bro. I mean, yeah. If I'm lazy, I'll sell, but high elking's best. Get that main I mean, XP and more money. It was so much nicer when I thought it's like, oh, wow, I have to do 2,000 bows now? Oh, this is such a drag. <laughs> Bummer. Now it's like, oh, 2,000? Oh, that's that's one easy night. If only it was that easy. I don't know how you sit through all that. I tried to do like 500, and I thought that was a pain in the tuchus. You just need a dual screen and watch TV or do something else. I don't got that attention span. <laughs> Once I watch something on the TV, I'm gone. I mean, if you're doing the crafting the bows, that's easy, because you have a lot of the free time, but stringing is a pain. So yeah, stringing's the hard part. But, I mean, you are just about level 90 mage. Close. 89. I got I got 89 through barrows, and not even the most efficient way possible. <laughs> about a bulk of that XP was me sitting in Lumbridge doing high elks, and then the rest was uh, a powered staff at barrows. Do you know how much more experience you need for 90? About 500,000. Okay, that shouldn't be bad. Oh, that's bad. I don't even want to look at that. That's not bad. I might get that in a month or two. <laughs> Maybe maybe a month if I go high elk, but I want to focus on bossing right now, because holy cow, the money that can be made from bossing. Even a lo all right, Obor free to play. Would you say he's med level or low level for bossing? Because you can cheese free it with to mage. Play, I'd probably say more medium level, just because if you want to be efficient at it, you should have some stats. What would you recommend going into Obor? Because prayer is not, like prayer is a must for almost every single kind of boss. You need forty three minimum. It's been a while, so I don't really remember his level. But if I think I don't know minimum combat stats maybe fifty, fifty five, just so you have like a pretty decent shot at it. And I, like you said, yeah, prayer will help, so you could cheese it a bit. But still, I mean, you need a Get that perfect balance between dealing damage and negating it with your prayer. See, I have found, at least with Obor, it's nice to go in with Mage. And just all you need to do is be able to, like, pray, uh, I mean, 43 just for protect from melee. But you, you snare him, or whatever the free-to-play equivalent is, and you just run to the other side, blaster him. So when he does range, you just protect from range. And it, it's... Not complex player prayer flicking. It's not like if you were to go up against, you know, some of the raid bosses where you need to be able to be on top of that real quick. Or not even that. Um, actually, I can't say because I haven't done complex bossing, but I know there are some that require frequent prayer flicking. Just so, you know, you, you minimize damage, maximize resources. That, that seems to be like one of the key gimmicks in all of the guides is just make sure you're on top of your shit, and then you won't even need to use what you brought. Well, isn't that what uh, Tizlik Tokul, whatever, the fight cave guy is? You gotta swap between uh, all three, is it? Yes. 
Uh, most of the time you're protecting from melee. When he does a uh, his galloping thing, I believe that's magic. And when he does both, um, it's ranged. And, okay. if, you, and yeah. if you don't yeah. flick in time, you're basically dead. Yeah, it's, that's pretty tough. We thought he was the toughest one. And then they came out back in RS3, the bigger fight caves, or like the the, uh, the Infernal Cavern oh, or something. the Infernal, yeah. The Inferno. And OSRS did their Inferno. And I don't know how anyone does that. I don't know how anyone gets through that. We just get good. We get good. It's like Dark Souls, but with mechanics. It's... What about that skilling could... bosses? Would you consider them bosses? I mean, we talked about Wintertide, and you said that's a mini-game, but there's Zolcana, or Zolcano, um, Temporos, the new one. I think there's one other skilling boss. I can't remember. I might be wrong. But would you consider them actually bosses? Because they are a one-unit thing that has a high HP pool. Um, granted, there are mechanics around it, but... I mean, almost everything has mechanics. Like, Corporal Beast has mechanics. And I would consider that one of the tougher bosses. Well, I haven't really played that much lately. Never got to the uh, the Crawler one. So I don't know exactly how it works. But you were saying you basically just got to feed him fish, right? Oh, Temporos? Yeah. Oh, Temporos, yeah. I think you feed him fish. I haven't done them either. So I mean, <laughs> I've been lacking. In a sense, yeah, it's a skilling boss because it's skilling related. But it's not like the classical boss where it's like, you know, the one big hard fight that you got to get through. Now, so. out, of, out of all the bosses, which we will eventually get to at some point in our time, whether it be Iron Man or Mains, which is the one that you would be excited to go up against? Not just for, like, combat and mechanics, because there are some fights I enjoy. Like, I enjoy Barrows. It's super simple, super easy, super straightforward. I just enjoy going through it. However, the drops, they're nice. But there are other bosses that I would want to do, like General Gardor. I mean, like, he's got really nice drops. I haven't done them yet, but the mechanics seem fun with a group. So w which boss would you be looking forward to? So I guess isn't God Wars technically both, then? Is it? Because, I mean, you do need a kill count to get to the boss. So that would be the, the So mechanic. there's a roll. There's a, like, loot roll. Yes. Whoever dealt the most damage gets the drops. But, like, as opposed to Barrows, where depending on how many points, you get different loot at the end. And that's more or less like a reward. Whereas God Wars, you just kill the boss, kill the guy, and then you get the drop, right? Alright, I think that's a better way to look at it. But, once again, look at Wintertot. I know we said skilling bosses are different than bosses' bosses, but they still have that kind of, you know, you want to get X amount of points, and X mm -hmm. amount of points gets you X amount of rewards. So I guess how I define a boss would be straight-up combat. Okay. Not so much like it's a literal mini-game. There's, there's more focus on dealing damage and taking yeah. damage and having to find a way to mitigate it. Yes, with combat. So I guess, yeah, I'd be looking forward to God Wars, because to me, that's, like, a good point to be. Fun fact, I, I was uh, looking at the website. It's been a while since I've been up to date on the news. This whole break has included a break from RuinScape. But they're bringing in Nex. They're bringing back Nex in the God Wars. Remember Ancient Boss? She... I don't really remember that, but... Well, allowed, allow me to share with you the deepest lore. So we all know Zaros, right? The ancient god, the, the one that was betrayed by Zamorak, who happened to have the, uh, the staff of Armadil and stabbed him in the back and then rose to godhood himself. Well, Zaros had his own generals aside from Zamorak. Nex was one of them. Now, way back in RS3, before it became RS3, they introduced Nex in the God Wars as you have to go to the other four dominions to collect frozen key pieces. When you had all four pieces, you could go to the next domain, or the ancient area, use those four pieces on the door, and you would be able to fight next, which, at that point in time, when it came out in RS3, assumed the role of the strongest monster possible. Now, I would assume that since it's a new content coming out, they're going to probably place her up at the top again. I think she would be... 
at this point, stronger than the Inferno boss, because the Inferno boss, I believe, is currently holding that role as the strongest creature in RuneScape. But what do you think the drops would be from next? Because that is where I want to go. That's where Torvesta armor came from, and the mage and ranged equivalent. I can only speculate at that point. Because, I mean, if it's going to be the, like, you know, the epitome of the top tier boss, you would think they'd have really good drops. That's so, not always the case, though. So maybe they're going to make some new items for the drop, add something new, whether it be, like, you know, a new blowpipe type thing. Screw the blowpipe. I'm glad it got nerfed. I'm not a ranger, so I ain't salty about it. But that's the thing. It's like, maybe it's just going to be really good uh, odds on, like, pre-existing items. Who knows? You know, maybe it'll be God War-related stuff. What if well, Ancient got a God Sword? What if there was an Ancient God Sword? Because you have the Arbidale, the Ceredomen, the Zami, the Bandos. What do you think the special attack would be for the Ancient God Sword? I don't know the lore exactly, so I don't know. Maybe it could be... Well, don't one of them drain prayer? Uh, I don't think any of them drain prayer. Ceredomen so could be Hilt. one. Ceredomen Hilt gives you HP. Zamorak freezes. Bandos lowers defense. And Armadil, which is the best one, which plummeted in price. Shockingly. I would hope that the Ancient God Sword is somehow better than that in some way, shape, or form. Maybe a combination of all of them. No, I was it gonna freezes, say, heals, lowers defense, and slaps titties. If they don't do that, then just a chance to drop any of the god swords? So it's like a, just a random, hey, you got this or that. that. That would be a good replacement. That way they don't have to come out with a new item that, you know, <laughs> power creep has to deal with. Yeah, the power creep issue's pretty big. Which then leads to, what about the armor? If she were to drop the armor that she used to drop in our you know, RS3, would we want to see something like top tier, like Torvesta? It's degradable. I don't even think you could. I think you could repair it, but would you want to see new top tier armor? And if so, what would be the level cap for that? Like 80? We don't have a lot of 80 level gear. Everything is 75, like peak. There's nothing that goes above 75. So, I mean, at that point, that's not bad, because at least if it'll match its level requirement, then that could work. Whereas wasn't, if I remember, yeah, one of the big things with Blowpipe was it's really low level, fairly easy to get, or at least buy, and then, yeah, everyone's just using it, because it's so easy to access and equip. So, yeah, maybe 85 would be a good one. That way, the barrier to entry's just high enough to where once you can wield it, it's good. But what about Justice? I can't pronounce it, Justicur? The Theater of Blood. Oh Judici my goodness. Judisher? Judisher. Something and like that. What they should do with Next, and I hope they do it. I mean, I haven't read the posts thoroughly of what they plan on doing with Next, but they should make it a raid. Okay, a new raid. A new raid. If they made it a new raid, that would be amazing. I mean, granted, you and I haven't even dipped our toes into the first raid, nor the second raid, but if they added a third raid, at least that would give a lot more content rather than just a boss. That would be a pretty big one. So, in terms of difficulty, it would be, like, the new top tier, most difficult one. Would you say it'd be, like, tier 80 or tier 90? Because I think going into uh, the Chambers of Zarek... You typically want 80 plus. Same with Theater of Blood. You want 80 plus. So for this next one, would you want 90 plus? Or should they make it 90 plus? If it's going to be that hard, then yeah. And then now, now thinking of raids, would you consider raiding also bossing? Because at the end, you do go up against a big baddie. And there are other big baddies throughout. Well, there are multiple big baddies, but everyone memorizes the one big baddie at the end. So I'd say, yeah, raiding, it's its own unique type of boss, because it's a mechanic to get to it, but then most people do the raid for that one specific boss. I'm saying most people don't do it for the beginner stuff. They do it for the big one, for the big rewards. Yes, yeah. I feel like that's most MMOs, though, because you memorize and know each raid by the end boss. 
That's facts. I mean, when I think of Chambers of Zarek, I don't think of the mini bosses. I can I can't name a single one aside from the Great Olm, the big not a dragon. He's not a dragon, but he's a dragon. I don't know the name of the theater of blood. I just know it's some fat bitch who turns into a weird spider lady. Okay. Yeah, I've been out of the scene forever, so my knowledge is very rusty at the moment. Like, we'll have to we'll have to forgive ourselves and ask for forgiveness. We are but, we are coming in off of a long break. You know what? I know it's RuneScape, and it's a little different from most other MMOs, but it would be pretty neat if they could make a uh, raid that's more mid-level, or maybe even like a low-level raid, just so they could teach the mechanics in RuneScape mm. to the players. And then, yeah, just throw in, uh, they could just be generous with a lot of, like, low-level drops. Like, like chaos oh. ruins or ruin gear. Stuff yeah. that's, like, like top-tier for free-to-play, but low-tier for members. If yeah, you look at that longevity. I, I think that would be a great idea. There's, the last free-to-play slash low-tier content we got was What Lies Beneath the Mountain. Which was a quest that gives you access to the, uh cave system underneath I think it was Wolf Mountain not Wolf Mountain Ice Mountain Ice Mountain okay but free to play quest you said yes it is okay, yeah, I don't think quest. I've touched that I'm so, not a big quester as you guys know I think you and I we took our break right as that came out too okay so like, maybe that's why then that's also why we haven't done Temporos because that crap was released right when we were going on break because I know the last free-to-play quest I've done was the uh, X marks the spot or something. Oh, yeah. And it's the like, introduction uh, to a uh, current. Yeah, that's that's nothing. That's easy. It's just a really easy clue scroll. Well, that one teaches you how to do clue scrolls. So maybe they should come out with a... That's a little too late, man. Yeah. Because before, I would just use, like, the wiki. It's like, how do I do this? What do I need? Oh, man, when I do clue scrolls, I don't even try unless... There's a clue scroll that no one's known about. There was actually, fun fact, there was a clue scroll that had a clue that it took so many people forever to eventually figure out. And I can't quote it because I didn't watch the video. All I know is I saw the comments and I was reading it. I was like, wow, there's still stuff that's old that people haven't found out about. So they do have quite a variety in the clue scrolls. Apparently. It must have been a rare clue. Hmm. Or difficult enough to the point where it's just like eh, I'm just going to trash it and get another one. Okay. That's actually pretty interesting. So there's even stuff on the wiki that people don't know. I like that because it, it still gives you that sense of exploration. There's a sense of wonderment still, kind of. It's not a beaten game just yet. Jumping from MMOs, just the uh, the sad state of New World and how it was like fully explored and mapped out from zero to you know max level before the game even came out. It was like this is what you need to do to get max level, and it, it just took out, at least in my opinion, all the wonder and fun of playing a new game where it's like I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just gonna wing it. Ah. Uh. Yeah, that was a good memory. Like, I was able to just figure out where the chicken coop pen is in Lumbridge when we first played. It's like, oh, this is the egg. I have to go talk to the chef. And it's a whole ass adventure just to get yourself back to the castle. Even though it's like a five-step walk from what we know now, back then it was so easy to get lost. But that was part of the fun. The amazement, the wonderment of just getting lost and immersing yourself in the game. So it is pretty neat that, yeah, there's clues that people don't really see and you can't find anything online. Which at this point, I would assume there would be something online. So I guess if you want to stay on the topic of bosses, how would you feel if they were to add extra steps to clue scrolls? Uh, I think there's a few where you have to fight people, or no? Because um, what if you were to add, like, for elite clue scrolls, you got to fight a boss? I think that would be nifty. I would probably hate it, but it's an elite clue scroll, so in my mind that'd be acceptable because the elite clue scroll is the top of the top. That is, I think that's better than a master. Or is master the top of the top? I'm not sure. There's so many different ranking systems. 
He got easy, which was the newest one. He got beginner, medium. No, no, no. Beginner was the newest one. Is beginner, easy, medium, medium hard, hard, elite. So then maybe they should add master level clue. You know what? We can look this up. Hold on. Let me click, clack, clickety clack. I mean, scrolls. either way, just adding a bit of combat to the clue scrolls will shake things up. And yeah, if it's going to be a top tier clue. I mean, you're level 120, running around. You gotta earn it. Master is the highest. So I think, I think though, okay, doing master. elite and master, having certain bosses as a step, like defeat this boss, and it's like guaranteed next step. Well, not even like a new boss. Oh, not or, a new or, boss. Maybe a new boss for a master one. Basically a top tier crap for master. Or I guess like maybe a... When I say boss, I just mean like it's not going to be boss level boss, but... A challenging fight to move on and like the random events used to be before why don't we bring back the evil ent and you have to kill the ent chop trees and hope that you get an ent to pop up or mine rocks to get a golem yeah so yeah your next one is uh yeah go here blah 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 and it's like yeah chop down tree and so and so forest and they don't specify that a net will show up. I think that would be a It could be, uh, yeah, one in four trees will generate an ent. So you gotta just hope that you don't get the ent, or else you're in for a fight. Nah, screw it, make the ent show up no matter what. Nah, one in two then. One in two. Alright, yeah, you got a 50-50 chance. Do you want to bring equipment or no? Bring back the evil chicken. Oh. But for clue scrolls. Because that was... I hated that one. We've talked about the evil chicken before. You gotta run away. I was never a high enough level to fight that thing. <laughs> that would still be pretty cool. And then you run away. Somehow you get a new clue because that's what you had to do. It's it like cannot be killed. You failed. Next step. Shit. <laughs> but it always says that. Because can you kill evil chicken? You can. People have done it. I don't know, it just seems like it'd be a nice addition. Just speculative thinking. Jagex, hire us, please. We got ideas. We're we're mid player we're mid level players. We got ideas for everything. I look at the game in terms of yeah, overall enjoyment, not so much meta gaming at the end. There's a lot of endgame, and I, I mean, you do need to come out with a lot of endgame content, because yeah. a lot of players hit that. Once you beat that. it, then you hit the ceiling. Yeah, once, you know, everyone has a nine, like, everyone has a max cape, it's like, oh, what do I do now? You know. It's, it's about the journey, not the destination, though. People nowadays, they want to rush to the end. What's the fastest way? It's like, nah, 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 take a breather. Pace well, yourself. Exactly. That's what I'm doing with the Pokemon game now. The new Brilliant Diamond. You just pace yourself. Go through it at your own pace. Enjoy it. Yeah. There's no rush. Because what, what are you going to rush to? The end. So then you could play post-game. And what would you do then? It's the same like any other game. you got to go through the same dailies, the same routines, collect everything. No, you could collect things on your way there. You could train different skills here and there. So I, I, out of all the games I've played that I've actually hit true endgame content, Monster Hunter World. I guess for at least games where you get to play with other players, a good other thing for uh, endgame content is reward or more so uh, promote helping newer players. It's like you hit the end. But now if you help these other players get there, like we'll give you an incentive kind of deal. Like maybe they should come out with something where it's, you know, a buddy system, kind of like Final Fantasy. Oh yeah, the mentor program. Yes. I've only played it a little bit, but I I never had a mentor, but it would have been dope if I did, because it would have been neat to like have someone who's passionate about the game politely explain, like, this is what happens. You know, they pick you up when you're down, or it's like, ah, you're fine, don't worry about it. I, I got you covered. Like here. Yeah, even though there's the wiki, there's still a lot of stuff and just general advice you can get from other players. Like you, Especially I mean, in the higher levels. I mean, yeah, having a level 120 help out this level 70 or level 80, that's still viable. That's still good. And they would appreciate it. I mean, like, I know I would appreciate it. Like oh, yeah. 120 taking me under, it's like, by the way, let me teach you how to, like, actually boss, though. 
I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm still learning. I just don't know if RuneScape's culture would fit the whole mentor program. Because, like, like, wow, that was a big comparison between Final Fantasy and World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft is toxic, whereas Final Fantasy is toxically nice. No one's rude. I don't know, man. You go to, like, that legacy server on Crystal, you'll find a whole bunch of... You'll find a trash. A dumpster fire, that's what I'm looking for. You'll find a dumpster fire. It's just a mixed bag. You get, you know, the classic toxic people who I love, then you get the really nice people, who I love, and then you get people in between. Well, then, I mean, you do have a fair amount of dirtbags that are just mean to being mean. The classic, not even just the fishers, not scammers, but fishers, you know, who lure. Like, there's a classic scam in trading windows that they've managed, like, mostly mitigate. Little shitheads. But Which like, one? Uh... So, well, you know how it used to be where you would just accept a trade and that was it, and then eventually yeah. they added the second window. Now they've added a delay. So you can't hit accept right away, because most people would get so excited to be like, accept, accept. You know, just like, give me the thing, mm-hmm. when the thing wasn't what they wanted. Um, so they added a delay before you could hit accept, so that way you're forced to review oh, what okay, is happening. Yeah. I think I remember that, yeah. Instead of GP, it was like something else. So you would get a bunch of, you know, just random currency or buttons. Silly things, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. But even then, it's like nowhere near as much as WoW. I don't know. Everyone wants to work for a company that they like or a game they like. I'm sure everyone has their ideas, too, who think they're top tier. But Jagex just needs to, I guess, open up a bit more. I mean, I know they're running a business. And the RuneScape team only has so much input on what they can put in and implement. Because I'm sure it's like anything else. There's a chain of command. But a good example is uh, the newest game that I've been enjoying, you've been enjoying, Halo Infinite. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. um, Fundamentally, it is a phenomenal game. But if we were to break it down into segments, there are aspects that are complete booty. Like, it's underprepared. First off, but if we look at development and all that other jazz, three four three went through hell. But what they what they're doing is the same like with the mods. I want to say for Ruinscape, they listen to the community. Now that doesn't mean they necessarily always agree, but we do have a few good mods that at least acknowledge the uh, the justified criticisms, mm-hmm. not the uh, the toxic criticism or like this is stupid, you're ruining the game, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Instead of saying, hey, by the way, this is stupid, and let me tell you why, because we've had this, this, and like they give you the data, they're like, this would be broken. They if could you actually reason. back it up. Yeah, yeah, they have valid criticism instead of just saying, valid you can't reason. nerf the toxic blowpipe. I use it for everything. <laughs> like, shut up, don't. That's why we're nerfing it. It's because you're not supposed to use it for everything. It's Wow, we've diverged quite a bit from bosses into development. I think at this point, that's just what makes it a good podcast. Because we touch up on something, and it just evolves. <laughs> and once the seed is planted at the start, it just grows. It branches grows. off. Many branches. But it's like the game RuneScape itself. There's many skills, many things to do. There's so you much You can only to do. do one thing for so long so before you've you got to take a break and... Go to fletching or go fishing. I'm say like you could go skilling. You could go the most passive skill farming if you're a member. Bossing. There's a huge. Well, I think the social aspect is slowly returning, which is nice. You know, you got people hanging out at the uh, Grand Exchange, just talking, high elking, mostly just having chats. The clan system, which got reworked, is phenomenal. I've only used the clan system a little. And I will say, it is actually pretty neat. It's like before, but actually good. The UI is readable. You could look through it. It's manageable. And the chat, the chat is actually pretty smooth. No complaints from it. So, I don't know. I guess with the skilling, does this mean we could diverge into the uh, group Iron Man? I think that's a good transition into uh, our plans for group Iron Man. I mean, we still need to get the account set. 
I know we have a potential third member to the group. He, oh, he's in. I know he's he'll in. be in. I'll, I'll just tell him this is the day we're hopping on. Just hop on. <laughs> we'll be in Discord. We'll just hash things out. We'll get our legacy three-man group going. I still need to figure out a good name. Definitely needs iron in it. Maybe hardcore iron something. And just make it a meme out of it. Because this is going to be a goodie. Man, I'm debating. Do I stick with my plan of being Nutter Butter or do I switch it up? Iron Nutter Butter? Iron. Ah, that's too many letters. F-E? Nutter Butter? The Fun-Nutter Butter. The Fun-Nutter Butter. The Fun-Nutter Butter. There we go. There it is. There's my name. Anyone takes it, I'll be mildly upset. Well, we need the accounts. We need the Twitch. And, of course, we already have what we're going to do planned. So, I mean, I guess we'll start off with both. What are we both going to be working on? Both because, wood cutting and fire making. Yes. I mean, overall, I still want to see how it works. I'm pretty sure we both need the individual stat to do the quests. But overall, I guess this is more so how we're going to plan getting who gets what. Who is responsible for what resource and providing to the group. I think we talked, you were going to be the one to focus on mining, while I'd be the one focusing on smithing. Well, yeah, like you said, we're both going to do wood cutting and fire making. Winter top. Wood cutting is going to be beneficial for both, because fire making, and then winter top. Good for resources. We'll both do mining, but I'll focus on the mining so you can stick to the smithing and other things. Um, well, of course, we're both going to be doing, like, the... Uh, combat stuff like melee focusing on hit points we're going to focus on agility yes that is almost required so i feel most of these yeah these are just givens yes and then yes yeah, slayer we both need slayer if we want to smack things around I mean, if we want that good gear we if we want to be able to actually do some damage we'll both do farming by doing the quest yeah. because i tried farming <laughs> and it's yeah did that years ago as a kid before summer school, and I don't, I don't like it. I, I, I was talking to the buddy that will be joining us. Um, he said, all you need to do is get to the point where you can do trees, and then that's all you do, is you just go to all your tree patches and you just have trees, because everything else is booty but trees. It makes sense. You just let it grow and then chop it down? Yeah. You can get some logs, and then we can flesh the logs, and then high elk the logs, and boom, we're making money. Without even having to do anything. Although getting the seeds would be the pain in the tuchus, because tree seeds, I mean, if we were to even look at the GE prices, they're typically up there for the, the nicer trees. Okay. Like if we're talking magic seeds, yew seeds, um, I think the best would be, I don't think you can grow a, a redwood. I think a redwood you would have to know. actually go to the woodcutting guild and farming is one of the skills that I know the least about the level requirements. Same. And that in construction, just because I'm a broke boy, never focus too much on it. Man, they, I wish they made player-owned houses in Group Iron Man a shared house, but at the same time, I can see the logistical programming nightmare of that. I think it was actually in the Q&A that was mentioned, and I think one of the mods mentioned how, uh, well, all the data, it's if the player's logged in or not. So if they're not online, it's really hard to get that. Yeah. But, I mean, Only one of us needs hope. a house. Only one needs to do construction, and we can just dictate whomever when we get to that point. I would love to do it, because I personally like True. Yeah. the aesthetics and... I like it does seem things. like a good hub for you know group in-game events because like we were saying we need the lecterns for the tele tabs we also need that refreshment pool for that a special attack recharge player recharge full HP running the overall refresh now well we also need the altars for prayer yeah that's gonna be very nice because in soul heads as much as I think those are the best way to go about getting prayer XP. I mean, I can't just buy insult yeah. heads. And You're just going to have to hope for the drop and keep them. They're not a common drop either. They are very infrequent. Well, hey, when we do the uh, Hill Giants... You get big, bones. big bones! <laughs> I'm pretty sure they drop the insult heads. They do drop insult heads, although... Very unfrequently. Unfrequently. 
But still. As long as one of us has a good house that has everything it needs. And that's where we'll be. That will be our cash sink, essentially. Because why would we need money aside from putting our money into construction? Because if you look at it from an actual standpoint for an Iron Man, there's no reason to have a lot of money. There's not a lot of things you can buy aside from like r- basic ruins. You can't basic buy blood, solar, um, just yeah. Astral. By the time you have all that stuff to where you need a lot of the basic items or ingredients, you you should have more than plenty. I mean, by the time we're doing barrows, it's like we won't even have to worry about combat ruins. We can just do barrows to farm for them. So, so I guess construction will be our money sink, That's which true. I'm looking yeah. forward to because I That'll love be construction. Good. Now, I forgot why I made a note here. We could both work on thieving, but I think you wanted to focus on it. I need to get 75 thieving to complete the Fremnic Hard Diaries because I want to be able to recharge our Dragonstone equipment. But in order to do that, I need to go and do Lunar Diplomacy and then Dream Mentor and then also everything else that is required. And I'm not looking forward to that. Oh, maybe I did both because if I remember, it's fairly low thieving to thieve cake stalls. Oh, yeah. And that would be wonderful for Winter Tot. Low level, just get some cake, man. I mean, even if one person does it, we'll just have cake up the wazoo for days. I have a feeling our inventory is going to be 90% cake and then everything else. Yes. Free food. It's all we need. It's all we need. They need to implement a a, a kind of character model change like they do in Fable, the Fable (laughs) series, whereas if you keep eating food, which heals you, but if you eat a lot but don't do much... Your character actually gets chubby. <laughs> like that's gonna be us. We're gonna be pounding cake. Yeah, but then half of your in-screen game is just gonna be your pixelated, overweight character. <laughs> but all we do is run around, so that's what our agility is for. Burn off them calories from cake. We don't need the agility. We need our characters looking fit. I think for so, ruin crafting, you said you were gonna help run ruins to me. Yes, I know you wanted to focus on room crafting, even though I was more than okay of taking that burden. I want to do it. But I mean, it makes sense. Like, if I'm going to focus on range and fletching, and you wanted to do mage, then you could do room crafting. I'm not going to touch fletching at all. I'm going to leave that for you. I'm going to be a help. I will run runes to you back and forth, all the essence you need. That way it's not as bad. I'll help you run flax. Flax? Oh, yeah. We're going to have to do a lot (laughs) of flax. We need a lot of string. I mean, uh, yeah. Because for mage, we're going to need to get a whole bunch of nature runes for all those bows. Uh, And then that'll fund the construction. That will. And nature runes, we can either, yes, ruin craft, or we can just find something to maybe farm them off of. Yeah. Nature runes aren't fun. They're not, but at the same time, I feel like that's going to be the most reliable and consistent source. I need to find the good teleports to use for nature runs. I know it's in Karamja, so I'm going to need paper teleports, I think. And I don't even know where to get those to begin with. Aside from clue scrolls, if I'm lucky. Clue scrolls. We're going to need to do a lot of clue scrolling because, you know me, I'm a fashion boy. I want to look (laughs) my best. I need to get my gilded wizard hat and... Body and rope top and bottom. I need to look good. We'll be able to do that then. Uh, I mean, oh, going back to Slayer. We need to do Slayer because we need to go to the Smoke Devils because I need to get myself a Smoke Battle Staff. What level are those? The Smoke Devils? Uh, maybe 70. Ah, so we won't have that till the end. I mean, by the time we're doing that, we could probably just go straight to Zami so we could farm for a Staff of the Dead. True. And then I'm gonna I'm a gonna need to get my ranged up. Gonna be all the nice things we use now. It's gonna be a pain. All the things we take for granted, like oh, just so easy to get. It's, like, <laughs> it's not well, easy to this get. This will be the Dark Souls run. It, the Dark Souls run of RuneScape. I'm excited for questing because I told you back then, and I don't know if I said this on the the podcast. Is when we do questing, I'm gonna take my time at least through reading the dialogue. So I can really learn the deepest lore. Because I already know a bit about the deepest lore. And uh, yeah. RS3 going back to old school. They retconned a lot of things. I know there's you know some staples that remained. But I want to know how much 
they're willing to change the story in comparison. I mean, yeah. A lot of the quests, at least the free-to-play, I just skip over because I've done them uh, so too I many have times. Zero reason to read those ones. But for the member quests, those are the yeah, ones I'm going to read. they're more iconic. Aside from Prince Ali Rescue. That one. So memorable. <laughs> Dragon Slayer being the true most memorable. The first time going up against Elvarg. I remember watching your Iron Man going up against Elvarg. Were we in the same room, or...? Yep. Okay, you, yeah. You, you took priority before me because you, you were first fighting, and I was kind of ch- chilling there. Did we, did I drop lobbies for you? I think I did at one point. I'm like, dude, you're like, I'm out of food. I'm like, I got you, bro. Yeah. It's like, here, I'll drop Maybe them on I the ground. Them for you. Because, yeah, me being Iron Man, I can't pick up, but you can. If, if you someone drops something? Wait, we were both Iron Men? We were both Iron oh, Men. Oh, then I don't think we could have picked them up then. Dang. What? We were doing something. I think it was... No. There's only one Elvarg, right? Yeah. I think there should have been one. I just no remember respawn. that I was trying to fight it legitimately, and then I, I wasn't, so I'm like, ah, screw this. So I just Jeez. did the... Uh, I cheesed it. I flinched it. So it, it took a while, but it worked, and I didn't die. Kept the hardcore status. That's all I care about. Hardcore! We're going to start off hardcore for the group, man. Yes, three lives then, which shouldn't be a problem because I will play very conservatively. It's just not fun dying in general, just because not even the fact that you lose your items, but the fact that you have to like rush back to your items. Yeah, and I if you die, don't want to do that. If you die in the shittiest possible place, like you're miles away from a teleport, it's like, I might just have to be all right with saying goodbye to all that stuff. Yeah, especially in Iron Man, you only have so much. I feel bad for all the ultimate Iron Man that only get an inventory, not even a bank. Like That's rough, buddy. Yeah. Your entire livelihood gone. But at the same time, they do things in a way where they'll level up certain skills first, and then they'll move on to something else. But what about all the things that are like high-risk combat? I guess they just keep it. Gotta keep it equipped. Man, but that must suck with run energy. They must. I feel like the first thing you would want to do is train your agility on an ultimate Iron Man because you're all you have is your inventory, and you want to be able to like be able to run places. I mean, at least the nice thing is agility. I'm like eighty percent positive. Even if you were to go back into free to play, your agility level still affects your decrease of run energy. I so think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always nice to invest in it, even if you're going back to free-to-play, because then at least you have so do you want run to, energy. With these accounts, are we going to dive straight into members, or are we going to focus on free-to-play first? Oh, I think that's a rough choice. I've been, I've been debating, because if we, if we go into that, I might drop membership on the old Mega Butter to, to fund Fnutter Butter. It would be a lot easier, because we could do all the quests... We could start off on Winter Tot and just slowly get the bank rolling. Get those resources without having to farm them too much, and we can skip a lot of the middleman. That's true, yeah. And then who knows, maybe we'll get the Phoenix along the way, and then we can brag. <laughs> you lucky bastard. 75 kill count. Probably my only Reddit post, and all I got was one comment just saying, I hate you. Another boss, actually... Kind of going into both topics, uh, one boss I've learned recently and have known about, and I thought he was like a high tier, like, oh man, he's a tough fight, Skatizo. He's a demon in Current. you know, if you go okay, into the yeah. Current catacombs, um, and you collect the totem pieces, and you can go and fight Skatizo. You can go against him with level 50s in your combat stats. Do you and just use prayer then? I'm not sure. I, he... My buddy didn't divulge too much because we were just talking about it. Like, yeah, you could go up against Skatizo like really flipping early. And he's like a level 400 some odd boss. Jeez. So I always thought to myself, like, there's no way it's this easy. He's like, yeah, no, it's that easy. For like, him okay. or for everyone? For everyone, apparently. That's why he's like great to farm. They made him easy because it's a pain in the ass to get to fight him. Because the dark totem drops are so infrequent. Okay. And we'll also need to go down there to get dark sh- or dark crystal shards for the arc light anyway. So, who knows? We'll farm those those totem okay. pieces in the meanwhile. 
Okay, nice. Because isn't the uh, current catacombs a uh, slayer yep. area? It is a good slayer area. Okay. Also great for uh, mage training. Uh, splashing the dust devils there. There's a whole process where you get them all in line. You basically train them, and then you get them in an area, and you go back and forth until they all line up. And you go, splash, splash. <laughs> it's a lot... It's a better requirement or easier requirement than getting to Monkey Madness 2 to go into the basement to fight the automatons. Okay, yeah. Because I know that's like one of the best places to do for range training if you're a higher level. Yeah, and you just keep throwing the chain chompas or something. It's like a chompas. It's a three by three. Or a yeah, something like nine that. Nine tiles of explosion. So you hit a lot of dudes. Although I think with chin chompas, there's like no limit to like who you hit. With the splash, I think you can hit only up to nine targets. Oh, okay. it might be the same for Chinchampas, but I'm, I'm not sure because range is not my forte. I think I briefly glanced over that method once, and I'm just like, yeah, nope, can't go there then. It's like, can't do Monkey Madness one. <laughs> I'm not even gonna look at Monkey Madness two. Plus, the cost sink into it—it's just a bit much for me. It's, for- it is quite a bit of time. For Iron Man as well, we would need to farm so many chinchampas. Oh, yeah, that's going to be... I mean, do we really need them for combat? Not for combat. Only for training would you want something that hits multiple targets. Then I guess I'd have to figure that out. Um, One thing that, because we will both need range, I will need range to help you out with Armadil, General Kira, because you're going to want... Obviously, an armadillo crossbow at some point. You're going to want that. I will help you farm that, but I'm going to need to learn how to do range to help you with that. We'll get there. We have quite a bit of time. And, I mean, like anything, it's just going to take a lot of time training. So, we got a lot of time to waste on that. When would you say we've made it in our Iron Man? What would you say is the standard, like, the one thing to accomplish to say, we made it to the end. We did our Iron Man. We, we have conquered our Iron Man. I'd say once we could... Actually, that is a pretty good one. I already know what I would think is my standard for making it, and that's having full Justicar armor with an Ellie shield. Which means not only do we have to get to the point of doing blood theater or theater of blood, but also doing corporal beast. Well, I think I was going to say originally just getting to a raid and accomplishing that. But now, I... staying alive during that, that's a whole other story. There, we are totally going to lose our hardcore status. But once we could actually go to a, go to a raid and partake successfully... I'd say, okay, we've made it. We did it all by ourselves, and it was a pain in the ass, but we did it. The nice thing is, also for group Iron Man, uh, we can join a huge group for raids and, you know, technically still benefit from it. Yes, but if you die, I think you still technically lose. They aren't safe deaths, that's for sure. No safe deaths. We'll lose our status, but, you know, I'm alright with becoming a regular plebeian Iron Man. At that point, yeah. Because, I mean, if we're that late into the game, and we still haven't died, I would say that's a victory in and of itself. So we were, yeah, we, we either, held our hardcore status to raiding. We either played very safe and took no risks, or we actually had a few close calls but made it out alive. We're going to have so many close calls. I'm already thinking of one quest doing the uh, the family crest. There's uh, the one demon boss who's in the wilderness you need to go to. Oh. I remember doing that on my main, and like I didn't want to bring a lot of rare gear because you know people like to camp that area. So they like to they're scope. Gonna gank you. So I thought going in there, like I'm going to look like a pleb going in because I don't want to be targeted. I just want to kill him and get out. I don't want to risk anything because, you know... I'm a, I'm a little stingy with my gear. Uh, a, and it you, was were, like, you earned it, and you don't want to lose it. It was a close call just going against him with, like, crap gear. And like, God damn, that was a close one. Who was it? Uh, you had to go into... Oh, it was Majorina, I think, you were oh doing. My that, that so was I had a to help scope job. out and just make sure no one was coming. 
when I did Majorina the or not even the Majorina the first time the uh, the having to unlock every single uh, spell because you have to yeah. cast it a hundred times in the arena before you can cast it outside the arena. There were people scoping me, and there was one person in the mage arena who was trying to pretend to be a Ceredominist follower. And that I, prior to even seeing that, I already read up on it. Like, by the way, if you're going to do this, be aware. People disguise themselves as, you know, these NPCs. So you, like, oh, I'm just going to target him because uh, he's an NPC. By the way, you just scald yourself, and now you're out of everything. And... Holy cow, thank goodness for Ruin Light and allowing me to mess around with the colors of uh, the dots that show up on the minimap because I have people showing up as orange because it's, you know, darker than yellow. Yes. And white and yellow kind of almost blend if there's a whole bunch of them on mm-hmm. screen. So I saw an orange dot. I'm like, nope, I, nope, 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 nope. No, nope. <laughs> I'm fine. Thanks, though. Yeah, Sir Pugger's almost got you, huh? They tried to tele-block me, too, because I picked up on it. There was, like, someone waiting on the outside. That guy was there, and I'm like, uh, I'm going to go back in. They tried to tele-block me. It splashed, thank God. Nice. And the only reason I would have been pissed is because I brought... I was a silly boy. I brought too many blood ruins than what I should have brought. Uh... And I was like, I have no way of farming these. I hadn't done barrows yet. I don't personally think I was ready for barrows, so I was like... So they were saying, screw it, they were going to risk sculling themselves just to get you then? Oh yeah, they were after me. They were gunning for me. And then I teleported into the Mage Arena safe area, and they teleported in like, you suck. I'm like, dude, I just want to do quests. Thanks, though. It's like, why? Um, at that point, though, why be toxic like that? Why be all salty? Just be like, ah... We, Damn, GG, almost got you. Ha yeah. ha ha. And then they'd be like, oh, oh gotta be quicker. Uh-huh. But no, instead it's like, oh, boo-hoo, why, why won't you let me PK you? Oh. And thank you once again for uh, helping me out with Majorina too, because if you, if you weren't there to just keep watch, I feel like I would have definitely been targeted. Happened. I would have totally been targeted. I think we saw a couple of people run by, but, but they probably saw the two dots, and then they're like, oh, nope. nope. Nope, nope, nope. There's two people there. Not worth it. He's guarded. And then I think we ran into the one guy afterwards. We hunted him. And uh, <laughs> I made the mistake. I ran one tile too far up to where the level difference was just enough. And then and he forgot got, to hit item he, protection. Yeah, he got the Abbey Whip. But it is what it is. That, that was a... That was my fault, too. And I just felt so stupid. Wilderness adventures are always fun for that reason. But now that we got a third person on our mains that we can hang out with, we can go PKing ourselves and learn the ropes. Actually, he's been talking to me. It's like, yeah, if we want to just go into learn how to PK, we can just practice on one another. It's not like we're going to lose our gear. It's like he'll pick it up for me, give it back, and be like, all right, let's try again. Let's see. Let's run it different this time. Let's see what we can do better. Okay. Because, yeah, I know... At least a lot of the high level, they swap in and out. I can't so, do that. No. I think I'll have to do at least one swap, and it's just have mage gear on to tally block, to freeze or snare, and then swap to something for combat, and then swap back if mm-hmm. you know they lose snare, and they're like, you can't move, fuck you. No running. Three yeah. people's a good number for PKing. Two, it can be... Two, I feel, is... Probably the minimum if you can't swap. Three is going to be perfect because you could have each one have their specialty or one mage and then both others just attack. I'll be the mage because it's my favorite. So yeah, you get to tele block them, freeze them, and then you just get to do a boatload of damage. Dude, I just need to get myself a harmonized nightmare staff. That won't be tough. Oh, That's pricey and it. tough. We could get it. Eventually. Eventually you will. That'll be a boss for us to focus on, the nightmare. So we'll have to figure out a way to uh, split things up. Focus on Iron Man, and then focus on bossing. It's Are, just a ma- matter of getting there and figuring it out. Like like we've said before, we've mastered low level. We are, I, I want to say we're like just shy of being proficient at mid-level. We know very little about high-level endgame. But once we dip our toes, we'll learn. We'll learn quick because 
We, we, we're older now. We're not little tiny baby boys who are playing a game. We can learn. <laughs> We've understood the patterns. All right. Well, I think that is a, uh, a good point for us to uh, leave a hint for maybe the next episode. We probably won't record next week. We'll try and do this bi-weekly. That, that seems like it could work out. That way I mean, we still have the holidays. And by the time the new year rolls around, we should hopefully have the accounts up and running. We'll have dipped our toes a bit into it. So we could always talk about that and how it's going. And then hopefully we could get a night or two with uh, your buddy. Try a bit of the uh, bossing. Just see how the game is now. Touch up on the new economy. I know you said everything's a bit different since we last played. Yeah. So well, with the tax and money sink that they've been trying to do, which is raising the prices of things. So by the way, do barrows because it's profitable again. So once we dip our toes again, we'll have a whole lot more to talk about. I like that. The ending, we sort of diverged a little, but I feel like this is what uh, what podcasts are. You just sort of start one place and just let the road take you there. One way or another, we're still talking about RuinScape. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> okay, so I guess you're right. With Is this an ado then? I think this is an ado. Alrighty, well, I will see you guys next week or the week following, but we'll definitely see you for the next episode. Until then, we'll see you in Lumbridge. <laughs> Insert noise. <laughs>